0: This episode of Harmonious Gentlemen is brought to you by Blind Man Brewing, creators of Central Alberta's finest craft beer. Say hi to Dave, he might not even know about this podcast.
1: Well, if podcast episodes were the number of balls in a standard bingo game, you'd know this has to be episode 75 of the Harmonious Gentlemen and under the G, that's Graham.
2: That's me. <laughs> I'm Chris. I'm Tyler. And I think I would be under the T. You would right? be. Have yeah. you guys played bingo in a bingo hall? Not a real bingo hall, no. No. I've sold this, the ticket
1: stubs yeah. like, for fundraisers. Yeah, I've worked there too. It's very interesting to watch.
0: Yeah. yeah. They have those special stamps. They're really quick with them. Yep. I think I've seen it in like Better Call Saul, things like that. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah it's pretty close to the real thing. Yeah. So- how People we, have all their trolls and their yeah, uh, lucky, lucky charms. Lucky charms.
0: Yeah. Right on. Yeah. How you guys doing? I'm good, Tyler. How
1: you doing? Good. Yeah, good. Sorry, I just had a mosquito that flew directly into my ear. Yeah, we're getting
0: <laughs> eaten alive out here, um, but otherwise having a really good night. It is a beautiful evening. Yeah. yeah early Episode September. 75, you guys. That's exciting.
2: Yeah. Tyler, we got messages. We do. We have a couple. Um, one's from loyal listener Andy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll paraphrase or I'll, I'll summarize and paraphrase. He basically gives us this, an idea on what we could do. He says, one of you could act as moderator for a, like an opposite debate. So um, like assign each of us aside a side to a topic and we debate it whether or not we actually hold that position. Yeah. If that makes sense. Um, I think he's responding to kind of our, our last episode where we were brainstorming or talking about the direction that we're going and things like that. So um, he references a book in it where, where these monks have this practice of doing
1: this, where they take on the opposite side and have to convince like people that are watching
2: them of the argument that that they don't believe in Mm -hmm. kind of a cool idea. That's a great idea. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. And we, I think way back at the beginning, we talked about something like that, right? Like where we just have a debate and Mm -hmm. yeah, it'd be fun to try that sometimes so mm-hmm. okay. andy thanks for the suggestion thanks andy but thanks. tonight's not the night andy right it, or is it, it, it depends on how things go <laughs> andy okay. also
0: pointed out uh, i believe uh, a little bit of a sound issue which i feel uh, compelled to to respond to <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. that our most re- recent episode it was a lower volume uh, on, on the file than the rest
2: yeah the last it was two episodes ago
0: oh it's been a little while yeah. okay
1: okay so i'm not much of an audio guy but can that be resolved by turning up your audio
0: <laughs> there's like a your volume there's a, there's a <laughs> dial. like your voice i will i'll speak no, to not our,
1: you i just mean <laughs> the person
0: listening <laughs> I'll, I'll speak to our producer okay uh, tomorrow Good. and and i will i will work at that so hey that's kind of feedback that kind of hurts me a little bit but i but i really want to hear that feedback yeah. because i don't catch that kind of stuff very often and okay you know we're only 75 in. Uh, we we got to work the case this out. But thank yeah. you. I do appreciate that.
2: Yeah. We do have um, another, I think, conversation of note that I'd like to share here. <laughs> this one's on uh, kind of Instagram direct messages, like a little conversation that went on with listener Dan. And it's in response to our last episode, episode 74, um, why we don't talk about certain topics and why we should anyway. Mm-hmm says, "Here's a question: How do you talk about issues we, as cis white males, have no business weighing in on? I just finished a sociology degree and wrote the report on a recent racism survey that circulated Central Alberta, but I find myself feeling less and less qualified to speak about issues."
1: Hmm.
2: He's, I then he that was the first message, which I didn't respond to, um, because we, that's kind of the, what we had said too, right? Like that's a, a challenge that we face, and we're. Yeah, yeah. Working through that. We feel you, Dan. Um, but then he wrote another one, still listening to the last episode. <laughs> so he wrote that mid-episode, oh, which wow. is kind yeah, of nice. cool. Um, Chris nailed it. Nice yes, Chris. I did. When oh, he said that I when you're know. trying to be harmonious, sometimes your opinion matters less than somebody else's. Mm. That's the tough line. You guys have to walk um, with a podcast. Yeah. So, um, Dan, we always appreciate your feedback. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought that was, I was actually going to start like in this little, this segment of this episode, I was going to address that thing that you had said, um, hmm. in more of a, like, I just dis- sort of disagree with it to a certain degree. Oh, nice. So uh, Dan and I actually, I really appreciated the conversation we had. It went, it wasn't really a conversation, but a couple messages back and yeah. forth, um, I actually, like, I agree that that's a, a true statement, that sometimes our opinion, quite often our opinions off matter less mm-hmm. than the person we're talking to. Um, but in that conversation that we were having in the last episode, it felt like, Chris, you were saying that it was. It almost felt like a cop-out. Like, mm-hmm. if, it was, if I was asking you, what do you think about this? Oh, I see. Um,
1: like, it's a reason to not, to, remaining harmonious is a reason to never say what I actually think.
2: Right. And I, I wanted to, I was going to, yeah. I never got to say it in the episode. I think we went to a break or something. So mm-hmm. I was going to bring that up and just, huh. we don't need to have that conversation now. But I thought it was cool that a listener brought it up. Yeah. I wanted to talk about it. Yeah. Wait
0: till Chris, the next you're segment. Just, you're just
2: bringing it always. Man. You know, conversation starter. How do you do it? It's kind of what
0: I'm here for. <laughs> 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 All right. The segment's been really good, but it <laughs> needs to really end. Uh, a, yeah. Really quickly, guys. 75 is great. Mm-hmm. Um, next episode, uh, put, I think it's pretty much a sure thing. It's our first on location, like we're traveling out of city to record oh. this one. Right, yeah. that's coming that's up. I'll just put that in your ear there a little bit. You can wonder about that for a while. And thanks to our sponsors for the travel. Yes, budget. That's right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, otherwise, let's get to it.
2: Yeah, okay. Chris's mic is slowly drooping <laughs> let's as get, we we fix that. Here, So let's fix it. <laughs>
0: These recommendations are brought to you by cilantro and chive, serving up fresh, simple eats while supporting their community and spreading the love.
2: All right, I'm going to recommend something to you, mm-hmm, you fellas, do. yeah, and mm-hmm. listeners. Um, the timing isn't isn't great because we are recording this early September. It'll get out there into the world mid September ish, and I'm going to recommend um, biking to work. And there's you're probably we're running out of days where that is going to be <laughs> two very weeks appealing. Left. <laughs> um, but I've and I've only been back to work for a week or two. Mm-hmm. But I've I've biked a few times and it's nice. been it's been awesome. And I there's a couple times where I've biked to work and then after work felt like oh man now I have to get home. Like what was I thinking? I didn't think. But then once I do it, it's just uh, yeah I feel really good about it. Nice. The exercise kind of some time to reflect on the day. Mm-hmm. Try not to get run over by a truck on Gates Ave. Um, and I would say yeah. if you can bike to work, like most people could. Because how many kilometers are you from your work? No, yeah. um, well, like 30.
0: Yeah. 30 kilometers. So most people don't live that far from work. I'm sitting here all like proud of it too. It takes me eight minutes. <laughs> <in the
1: sky. laughs>
2: well, No, I've, you should be. It's good. But it's yeah. like if
0: people have
1: excuses, it's like.
2: Yeah, I guess my recommendation is, like, an encouragement for people to try it. Like, um, good for the environment, good for you. And if you live, happen to live outside of Red Deer, in Black Falls or Lacombe, there's a really nice route you can take, Mm -hmm. the Trans-Canada Trail. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So.
0: Thanks, Ty. Good one. Yeah. Yeah, I took a, I, I did that with my son. We biked together and it was glorious, especially after school. It's a beautiful day. We took our time getting home. It's awesome. Chris, what do you well, got for
1: I don't know if we've had a summer in my memory that has been this beautiful. Uh, rain, Lots of rain early and then just sun and hot for weeks and weeks and weeks. So I got a kayak in uh, June, an inflatable kayak, and I'm going to recommend two things, I guess. Kayaking, like getting a kayak of your own, and then the Red Deer River, which has just got so many little roots and um, put in places, and it's really a great activity to do on a beautiful day. Awesome. So my That's- friend Jim, shout out to Jim, who's... Arranged lots of pickups and drop-offs with me. We've gone quite a few times and, yeah, just a great
2: way to see the city from a different angle. Kind of shout out to Melanie Humphreys. Yes. Right? Because didn't didn't she give you some advice on kayaks and stuff?
1: She did. Yeah. So that really helped. Thanks, Melanie. I finally did it. We should go kayaking together.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Tyler, the theme of bad timing, I'm going to pick up on that as well. For my recommendation, which is the rec center pool in Red Deer, (laughs) uh, the outdoor portion of the pool. (laughs) Which is closing maybe today. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But it's been just a huge part of the summer for our family. And um, it just feels like a throwback. Like you feel like you're stepping into an 80s movie when you're in this outdoor pool. There's not a lot of lifeguarding going on. Mm -hmm. Kids are kind of going nuts. Uh, Diving boards are going like crazy. But it's really fun. And yeah, there you go. Don't forget about the rec center outdoor pool. I feel like. What movie comes to mind when you think of outdoor pools? Sandlot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Stranger nice. Things picked up on. Right? Yeah, those was gonna great say recommendations.
2: recommendations. Yeah, yeah, and that's a good one because like, there's so many like flashy new options to do in the summer. Right? Yeah, and, like just going to the outdoor pool, the rec center. Is yeah, so classic.
0: You can easily burn a few hours there just having fun, and
2: it's a good time.
0: So, thanks, rec center pool. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, we're gonna get into something tonight that I want to draw out the passion. I think in this cool. conversation because we talk about topics that we know a little bit about and and like to discuss. Tonight, we're going to talk about something um, that we've all made, well, our, our careers out of. Mm-hmm. Podcasting. Podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> How about this little teaser? It's our other career. Yeah. wonder who it's brought to us by. This harmonious conversation is brought to you by 5024 General Store, bringing skateboards, fashion, and creativity to Central Alberta communities. Check them out online or in beautiful downtown Lacombe.
2: So when we were deciding on what to talk about for our kind of September episode, mm-hmm. um, back to school made sense. And But we've done that before. We've actually yeah. done an episode yeah. about, about teaching early on. So I think this one will have a bit of a, a different angle. And I've had throughout the summer, a few conversations where people make comments um, or ask questions about education, more specifically the profession of teaching that kind of Either irk me or it's like a a comment I I don't know exactly how to respond to. Mm -hmm. Um, You probably have, you guys, like Graham and Chris, some in your head idea of what those comments were. Have you heard, like what's a comment that you hear over and over about teaching?
0: Well, I had a a grandfather-in-law who, I mean, I've heard comments over the years, but this guy loved to tease me about um, how little I worked. Yeah. And it was always like this very passive aggressive at dinner table and like, well, you don't really work anyway, do you, or how do you not find the time for that? Like just these comments <laughs> just, and the first couple of times I kind of laugh it off, but after, you know, the 20th or 30th comment, I got a little bit frustrated with that. Just yeah. the sentiment that, you know, you don't, your summers are off. There's a lot of like PD days, yeah. you know, you, your days end at three o'clock, you know, just the lazy teacher, I guess, uh, idea. Yeah. Um, have you ever heard that i mean that's not uncommon no no that's to to my face was weird but
1: (laughs) well and sometimes i i would hear like oh i'm sure you work hard but like in general teachers right complain about how much they're always asking for more money and they're always you know (laughs) and when do they actually work
0: yeah
2: yeah well when i hear that one i just like there's certain objective truths like we have the summer off like that's just a part of the true actual statement like calendar sure mm-hmm. we do have lots of time off um but then when it goes into like the the lazy teacher whole thing like that that doesn't make sense like there's lots no. of professions where like you could have been a teacher too if like if you wanted the summer's off it's not like we do you, is that what you throw it, back people's faces How is that your defense like what don't you do well if i haven't <laughs> I, i've heard i just recently heard another teacher or Or I heard someone use that and then I liked it. I was kind of like, I might use that. Like it's, it's kind of just a, it's true. Like we do get summers off. What's your point? But if the point is that like you guys don't work hard, Mm -hmm. then that's a little bit, a little bit different. Like
0: I I said to, I said to grandpa, uh, one night I, it would have been quite a few comments and I just asked like, well, how long did you do it for? And he was like, I'm like, well, how long did you do it for? Like, you know a lot about it. I was a little bit <laughs> sarcastic. Like, well, you, you seem to know, it, but like, how did you do it for a long time? Did you, you know, and he kind of laughed, at, I think. And it was, yeah, it was never mean spirited, but. But it, it's I, sort of like saying to a
1: pastor, they only work Sunday mornings or a farmer. Like you only work during harvest. Like mm-hmm. there's lots of times in your, <laughs> but just because I don't know what you're doing after three yeah. o'clock when the kids go home. Yeah. Doesn't mean you're not working Look, here. I'm trying to defend it. It's like, I, I
0: know I don't need to do that, but. I feel like I have to because it's <laughs> going to be an
1: hour of us just depending the, our perception. <laughs> the perception is that. Yeah.
0: Do you guys think like, like, like honestly a sizable portion of the population thinks that way. Like they look at teachers and they think lazy, you know, summer's off. Like, is that, is that, or there's people more outspoken and they like to make that point, but in general people respect how hard teachers work. Like, what do you think the general public perception is?
2: I think, yeah, that's a good, it's hard to answer that sort of like, I think the the stereotype is pretty common, but do how many people actually th- like respect teachers or like respect mm-hmm. the profession and stuff? I feel like in general, it's not a super respected profession.
0: You don't think but,
1: so? No. Yeah. Cause often I'll hear like, I don't like teachers, but there was this one that really made a difference or yeah, it's like I'll always default. remember grade, my grade three teacher cause she was sweet, but mm-hmm. It isn't like in general we love teachers. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm just picking, a couple, cherry picking some conversations I've had.
0: But. I like to hope that in general people understand the st- the struggles and 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 that it can be difficult and the value of it. Like I I I tell my I tell myself that
1: personally, I have felt valued and appreciated mm-hmm. by students and parents, but yeah. I've heard people talk poorly about teachers in general. Right. So in general, I th- then, then that's just the case I make. Like, in general, people don't like teachers,
2: but mm-hmm. they've liked me. Or, yeah, I don't know. Right. You know, so I'm then lucky. why is that? Like, yeah. Yeah, why do we, because f- I would say the same thing. Like, this isn't a, a pity party. Like, no one respects no. me. But like, <laughs> No. Um, <laughs> I but, respect you, dude. <laughs> but, like, we, if we are feeling validated like, by parents and students that we, we see, then why do we still have this feeling that yeah. teaching isn't, isn't a respectable profession? Well, thanks
0: for listening to episode 75. <laughs> yeah. No,
2: I know, though. It, is, it does.
0: You think podcasters have a lower uh, status? <laughs> yes. Uh, <than> <laughs> yeah. That's,
2: okay, so, that was, so mine was
0: that sort of generic, like, teachers are lazy. Chris, yeah. do you have any uh, sort of common sentiments or
1: thoughts um, you hear? Yeah. And again, like, I'm, I'm trying to think of a specific conversation where this happened, but, like, a, I've had conversations where people question how much are we allowed to like like the word brainwash has probably come up but like what are you guys actually doing in there like Mm. if you want can you just teach them anything you want or you know what kind of what kind of liberal brainwashing goes on in our schools and yeah how are you standing up to that sort of
0: how come it's always liberal brainwashing like (laughs) yeah anyone do conservative brainwash i don't understand how that's
1: Conservatives notoriously are famous for not brainwashing.
0: Not being teachers, I guess. <laughs> for not being <laughs> teachers. <laughs> not yeah, I've heard that one for sure, Chris. The, and, and that's you see that in media sometimes too, a little bit of that stuff. And even our own government has made comments in the past to that effect.
1: I've thought about yeah. this one lately. It kind of yeah. makes sense to me. It's about control. Mm-hmm. When you send your kids, especially if you're a young parent, and for the first time they're going to be hearing from people that aren't you, there can be fear like, what are they actually going to learn about so I used to sit in on kindergarten interviews. So we'd interview families coming to the school when they were the, their oldest child was coming to kindergarten. And so often they'd ask questions about like, what actually gets taught here about in science or in, yeah when it comes to gender issues or, you know, what's it like when you guys talk about sex with kids in grade five? Like, yeah. And if they'd see the curriculum, how generic and base it is, then they can look the curriculum up because it's online and yeah. accessible. Yeah. Uh, but there's, you know, it's out of your control as a parent because somebody else is going to be talking to your kids. Yeah. So I kind of see that, but there's fear around that. Yeah. I think. Is it ever founded in reality, do you think? Well, I mean, I've supported public schools for 25 <laughs> years and m- built my whole career around it. so. Yeah. But maybe that's because I'm in it and I know what teachers are like and how hard they work and how much they care about kids. I don't know. What do you think, Ty? Yeah,
2: well that that uh you said you can't remember specific conversations where people have said that stuff and but I can. Yeah, like, they're coming into my like, talk. Yeah. Like and that's kind of why I asked that question in, in the first place is because those are the ones that are sticking with me right now is mm-hmm. I've had recent conversations um about curriculum. Or about, like, the current curriculum being, like, a liberal, like, propaganda. Oh. So, like, it's just a misunderstanding of even who wrote the current current, curriculum that we're using.
1: So, listeners, the uh, curriculum we currently use is
2: written by the, or was written under a conservative provincial government. Right. Yeah. But the current conservative government is writing a new one. Mm -hmm. So, I think that sends a message to a lot of people that the current curriculum is too liberal for them. Right. Um, So I've had yeah comments about that for sure. And then, yeah, I don't know what to add to what you said. Like the, the curriculum gives a lot of room for discussion about multiple perspectives on topics, if that makes sense. So it's like, it lays out like, you're going to talk about this, this topic. Mm -hmm. Um, And then here are multiple perspectives on, at least in social studies. That's Mm -hmm. definitely how it's laid out. You said, does, is there any of that uh, brainwashing or influencing happening? To be honest, I'd have to say, yes, there probably is because we all have our own biases and, um, ways of, of speaking on things. This is the part I cut out. Yeah. Would you you equate that with brainwashing? (laughs) No, but, um, I guess, is that a problem? It would be my question. Yeah. So like brainwashing is a problem. Like that word. Yeah a negative thing but knowing that teachers have their own perspectives and that might come through once you actually get to know somebody like and i'm talking as like a high school teacher so like i get to know my students by the end of high school they have a good idea of where i'm at on certain issues i don't teach them you need to believe this well and you're required to teach like you said
0: there's different perspectives to learn about yeah, and to me, when I think brainwashing, I think you learn one perspective only. Exactly. Yeah, and that's that's in the curriculum to not do that.
1: Like, yeah, or or a positive spin on one and negative on the not all sure. the others.
0: Right. I I have an example. Well, it's not the exact same thing, but I had a parent once kind of teasing me. I forget, it was like a parent teacher interview about science class and about climate change, and he's like, "Well, you're going to teach my kids that oil is evil anyway," and he kind of made a little offhand comment, and I remember it kind of hurt me a little bit. Like, I'm not doing that. But the curriculum does talk about, like, energy sources and, and pollution, climate mm. change, sustainable energy renewables. Like, and, like, that's really, valid, in my mind, obviously, I think it's valuable for the kids to hear about all that stuff. Like, right. I'm not going to stand up there and say oil is evil and you're evil if, if you have a job in it. But you, you, you have to be realistic with the realities of our world and talk about different perspectives. I don't, there's nothing wrong with that to me. I, don't, yeah. I, I feel like most classrooms, that, that's happening. Most teachers I know, those discussions are good, the multiple perspectives are being represented. Do you guys okay. think it is there are people that that abuse that role as teacher and like and are way too overt with their biases or they ignore certain parts of the curriculum or is that just like a really rare occurrence?
2: I think the the what people are fearing is happening is very rare. Yeah. Like like when people say, Are you brainwashing? Are you mm-hmm. trying to indoctrinate or are you Teaching only one of those perspectives as being right. Like, I think that's very rare. Yeah. But it does, like, it has happened. Like, there's a teacher from around here, right? Like, you know, I can't remember his name, Chris, but you probably know who I'm talking about.
1: Are we talking he, about the Holocaust?
2: The Holocaust yeah. denier, a social oh, right. studies teacher. Yeah. Like, test, like, taught that a perspective that denied the severity of the Holocaust and then tested students on that and, like, assessed them according to what yeah. he had taught them, which was, his, his whole thing, and he's, yeah, like that. That's a pretty extreme case, and he yeah. was fired and charged with something, really. Yeah, hate, crimes. hate crime or something. Yeah. So, like, if that's what people think is happening, it, that is not happening. <laughs> but <laughs> or if it happens, those people get caught and get in yeah, trouble for it because they're not doing their job.
0: Right? Yeah, they're not doing their job exactly. Yeah. Like I know we've talked about the new curriculum coming in. I don't think there's some people who aren't ecstatic about certain parts of it but it's still our job to teach it and we still will like i don't think we take it upon ourselves to change <laughs> curriculum the way it's written for us right oh man i'm getting fired up This the heat from this fire tyler and the topic i'm <laughs> just like burning in my soul <laughs> i need a water awesome.
1: break okay yeah
0: So now that we've spent this time defending ourselves from the bulls. <laughs> Good job, everybody. Um, but yeah, obviously we are passionate about our jobs. We've been doing this for a lot of years, the three of us. Um, and I, I will speak for all of us, but I love my job and I, I find immense value in it. Uh, having said all that, do you guys think it's perfect? I think like we should be clear that we do not believe that the systems and our ideals, like the things that we are doing, are always perfect. So, Chris, maybe I'll start with you. When you think about our system, maybe provincially, we can generally, what are what's like the number one thing that you wish was better, or mm. or wish that you think you could tweak or change? Well, we're
1: publicly funded, which is great because it means public money is going towards supporting education. But that also means there's limits on it, and in our province especially, it can be almost even year to year in terms of how the economy is doing or you know, we have a, an energy, um, rich province and we're kind of boom and bust in terms of our budgets often. So our, our education system can reflect that where it's like not enough too much. Yeah. And I can be cynical and say it's an election year, so we'll have more money this year. But, um, sometimes that can make it difficult for planning and, um, retention of teachers and, you know, reach, you know, reaching kids that are, vulnerable, I'd Mm -hmm. say, who, you know, it costs more to educate those kind of kids often because they need smaller class sizes or a 120A or those kind of things. So sometimes the the money in the system can be troublesome.
0: You think that's like a across the board North American public school issue? Yeah. And I think it's It's much worse in the United States where
1: um their public systems are funded through the local tax base. So if you're in a richer Mm -hmm. county, taxes are higher, your schools are better funded if you're in a poor area Less yeah. tax revenue, and those schools are often really poorly funded. So I'm yeah. thankful we don't have that system, uh, but there's still issues with it.
0: There was a great, I think it was a Malcolm Gladwell book, maybe you guys read this, about um, the No Child Left Behind initiative, the Bush administration in the early 2000s, to revamp the school system. And there was one of the programs, if I remember correctly, had to do with funding based on test scores. Yeah, mm-hmm. so The yeah. better you did on your test scores as a school, the more funding you, like as a reward. Right, so imagine a school that's already better funded because of the tax right.
1: base. Yeah, or they probably have kids that are, yeah, you know, better gonna, taken care of. I'm going
2: to and- do what Andy suggested. I'm going to defend that before you say what actually yeah, happened. Yeah, do it.
0: Um, okay.
2: but it's <laughs> this isn't what Andy wanted me to because I'm going to do it in like a cynical, sarcastic way. But yeah. but then if a school knows and teachers know they're going to get more funding if their students get better, higher test scores, they're going to actually teach them better. No, they're going to teach. No, they're going to do a better job oh, okay. of teaching. They're gonna They're fudge gonna the numbers. Actually, show yeah. up for work. They're gonna so one of those two things
0: yeah. happened, guys. <laughs> they either showed up for work early and worked harder, or they just oh, is that right? I didn't even know numbers. this. Uh, this I think this is actually Freakonomics. It's not yeah, not it's free because knowledge. they looked at the, the 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 data and were easily able to show. It's a great book, by the way, but like yeah. to show how they were cheating. And you know what? Like, if you're a teacher and you've got and you see these communities that are struggling and you're doing your best, how heartbreaking would that be? That it's like this is a terrible metric to fund these kids based on like, I'm going to do whatever I can to get them the funding they need. Yeah. And, but, and, you know, and I'm sure they were got in trouble for that, but um, yeah, we do not have that American system. Although some things bleed over from time to time. Yeah, they do. But yeah. it's yeah. In general, not like that. thankfully. Yeah. How about you? Right. Um, I think what Chris said makes total sense and I agree. What, what do you think? Like, what can we fix or what can yeah. we
2: change? I think the being a, like a parent I mean I've taught for 10 years so I've I've seen a lot of kids go through through school. Mm-hmm. Um but now seeing my own kids go through I mean just a few early years of school changes my perspective a little bit and one of the challenges I think is um or one of the problems I have with the education system is kind of like the whole North American model of school like mm-hmm. just that it's it's built around an adult work week. Right. Like it's, um, yeah, it's five days a week, full days from kindergarten right up to grade 12. And that doesn't, that model is pretty, and teachers are doing a great job to like meet the needs of the students in their classes, but the system isn't built for everybody. Hmm. Um, like I've had, yeah, like we've all had students that you can tell, like, this is just, it's painful for them to sit through an 80 minute high school class period or even like a younger, like sometimes thinking about my son seeing him at the end of the day. Like he's <laughs> used so much brain power and energy just to like sit still for the times he's asked to, that there's like nothing left at the end of the day. Yeah. Like it's not, I wouldn't say that like the system is, is like failing him or anything, but it's hard on him. Like it's, it's kind of a, a system.
1: And does it feel yeah. like we're molding kids to fit that system.
2: Yeah, like it's a a a system that's built for efficiency and um results and that. results driven. That's a, that yeah, we get into that too, but
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah, so that'd be one of the challenges that I see in the school system. Kind of big picture, like North American and probably even it's probably not that much different in other parts of the world. But yeah. There's so many like
0: like logistical hurdles to deal with if you were to tackle that yeah in a meaningful way, you know yeah. you have to kind of fundamentally change how we operate uh, well and, in every uh, aspect of our our work week you know the, the modern work week
2: well and teachers are trying to like uh include all kinds of learners mm-hmm. and um, support all kinds of students right and be innovative and and make school a better place for everyone mm-hmm. but within a certain framework, yeah. right? Like there's there's limits to what, what we can do um, because of the, like the structure that we work within. Yeah. So I know that's at different parts in my, my teaching career. That's been like a real point of tension where like, I have these ideas of what I, I want to do that. I I'm pretty confident would be like in the student's best interest. Yeah. But there's, yeah, just two, there's obstacles in the way mm-hmm. that, Make it impossible to do those things.
0: Yeah, I guess a follow up could be like, what's <laughs> what's something that could be changed feasibly that would make like uh, the greatest impact on our our students and our teaching ability? Like a realistic thing that could happen tomorrow. Oh, that's a hard question. I, yeah, maybe I should have one. Yeah,
2: like for my for my the issue that I just brought up, it's kind of like it's overwhelming to think about like what could actually be done to change the actual system. Like, right. So it's little little things to make. Students days better, I guess. Like, um, for my for like go back to my son. Like for him, I don't know. Like a teacher could and and has like given him opportunities to not just sit at his desk for twenty minutes. straight. Yeah. Like it's that it's as simple as that. simple as that.
0: Yeah. But yeah. okay. Well, now I don't want to be a teacher anymore. Now
2: it's <laughs> yeah, that is the title <laughs> of this segment. <laughs> First was like justifying and defending the profession. This one was why we're not going to be teachers anymore.
0: And the last segment will be, what are we going to do next? What are we going to do about it? so sometimes uh, the news, there's like stories about teachers or you mentioned like liberal indoctrination or brainwashing and stuff. Mm -hmm. What do you guys think? Like just from what you pick up from people um, or the news, what are some specific things that you think people worry about their kids learning in school? like specific landmines like my kids not going to learn about that like what when they talk about brainwashing they're they're thinking of specific things i remember somebody
1: asked me do you teach marxism in high school oh, yeah <laughs> like, yeah actually it's a huge part of the curriculum when we talk about ideologies because yeah. listen the cold war is this amazing time in history when two ideas come up against each other in world history mm-hmm. and you see how that plays out isn't that fascinating let's talk about what happened there marxism yeah. was a huge part of that yeah up against You know, this idea of free markets and capitalism and what's the result? Like to me, kids talking about that, like kids will say social is boring and then let's talk about the Cold War. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Marxism is a huge part of that. So yeah, the kid, they find out what Marxism is. (laughs) And he's like, are we trying to turn kids into little Marxists? (laughs) I don't
0: think
2: so. I really don't think so. Did they like, I don't know if you responded that way to the person. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. But how did they... They were like, oh, I thought you taught them how to be Mar-. like, no, it was like kind of more of a surprise. Like, got
1: to be careful what you talk about in front of kids. Like, okay. So it's still, <laughs> it's still a like history. Bit. Like, you don't want to. Yeah.
2: Think about history. I've had similar, like, are you teaching them to be Marxist? I've had, how do you feel about this? The, this was years ago now that this conversation happened, but someone said, how do you feel about the, the health curriculum where you're, you're teaching kids how to be, how to be gay and trans? How to be gay. Yeah, like you're teaching them the steps <laughs> oh, required to achieve that. Right. And I, yeah, like it's. Are there steps? <laughs> you ha- check you the haven't curriculum, taught, Chris. Yeah, you, you gotta check the right. curriculum. Um, and it would have been similar. It's like, yeah. um, Where it's just like a misconception of first, like what the curriculum is. That one interests um, me,
0: Tyler, because it does, it sounds to me, and I don't wanna be cynical, that sounds like a kind of a joke.
2: Like, are
0: there yeah. people that that's literally what it was picked, a sincere yeah, um a that,
2: sincere question yeah and there was another teacher actually in the room who took a pretty so this actually speaks to are all teachers um on the same side like brainwashing in the same way or like this uh this other teacher in the room um kind of took a an opposite i i answered by saying first saying like that's not what the curriculum says and then try to get into like what, what the, the actual heart of the curriculum is. And that's just making school a safe place and understanding um, the LGBTQ community Mm -hmm. and just educating people, (laughs) which I think is pretty straight. Right. Educating
0: how though, you know, like what?
2: Yeah. Yeah, On, yeah. But, But on
0: the existence of people.
2: Right. Yeah. And, but the other, teacher in the room was fully like yes this new curriculum is terrible I'm wow. never gonna teach that wow. like had mm-hmm. had a pretty similar view on what was expected so that was yeah a challenging conversation yeah. yeah at a at a uh, a family event these are extended family members yeah mine. so it was like it was it was tough to to navigate that conversation
0: have you guys had I one that comes to my mind from people that I know fairly close would be sort of topics around reconciliation or indigenous education. Like I, the idea that we, I don't, I don't really know, but like I get the, the impression that people are worried that we're making kids maybe feel bad. White kids feel bad about their history or something to that effect. Does that make sense? Is that, you think I'm wrong on that? I just get that impression that, that, that learning about that, so, so maybe maybe there's people who who don't even believe the, the history that we're uncovering as we go. Like yeah. maybe, maybe they deny the reality, or they just don't see the value in learning about that history.
2: I think mm-hmm. it's more the 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 latter. Like I've I teach about um, residential schools mm-hmm. in a couple different courses, and there are I'd say a small percentage of of people who are kind of like deniers you know like they may not say they didn't exist but they they disagree with even just the the facts that are being presented right but then i'd say there is a higher amount of people who who question like whether or not we should be talking about it they're not Mm -hmm. saying it didn't happen Mm -hmm. it would be more of a what's the validity of this conversation yeah Yeah. knowing this or Um, rehashing the past yeah
0: you think you're so woke (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, but that
0: curriculum's old too.
2: Yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. That's not new. Yeah, and and I've actually I've noticed. You know, I, sometimes I feel kind of dumb the way I'm talking. Like I, I've I've been teaching ten years. It's not like I'm a. I've been teaching a while, but I've, I haven't been teaching for super long. Right. But like I have seen, like changes in the way students and parents respond to that topic. Hmm. Like it, it felt like there was more of a pushback, or we just need to move on than any other topics. You mean? Um, No, like there, there's been less of that response over the years. Oh, sorry. So, like when I, like maybe five years ago, teaching a grade ten, the outcome about residential schools in Canada, I would have a lot of students responding with like, "Let's just move on," like. It's not even our problem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we talk about this too much, like that kind of a response. Whereas that percentage of students has yeah. decreased, hmm. which I think um, kind of makes sense too, just with how much as people are educated by not just through school but through government initiatives and yeah. um, or in shirt day. Like, there's a lot of yeah. stuff yeah. going on outside of schools about this too.
0: This, should, uh, this like touches on like your like belief in like history being important almost like there's almost more of like a like do you believe that learning about history is valuable like learn lessons from or or do you not well i think that also touches
1: on like do people value the idea of public education in general or not because if there's Mm -hmm. a distrust of it or if there's a yeah history isn't important or right what do you guys do there anyway like all of those things might touch on the idea that As a system, it's sort of people are skeptical about it.
0: Chris, is it an important system?
1: I've only, yeah, you said you've been teaching for 10 years. I think this is my 22nd year in education. Man, that doesn't feel like it's been that long, but that seems like a long time. Every year I'm more awake, woke to the fact that (laughs) it's such an important job. Kids are such an awesome group of people to hang out with and those conversations that can often be controversial are my favorite things that happen to me in a day Mm -hmm. and i want there to be a safe place for kids to be able to do that but um yeah i mean i think i've yeah i guess my whole life has been dedicated to schooling so yeah i think it's pretty important but maybe i'm you know that's where my paycheck comes from and that's just what i'm i don't know like i I, maybe i'm not a unbiased person to ask that question to none of
0: us are really like yeah totally yeah i guess having having said all that you guys we've kind of talked about a lot of things are you would you say where you sit right now in 2022 are you are you feeling encouraged right now about our about our schools about your students are you feeling Chris, you mentioned earlier that someone asked you once are kids getting worse Mm mm-hmm Right, Like, are you guys comfortable with where things are going right now? How How are kids? Are they worse? Are they worse than they used to be?
1: I have a neat job now, so I don't work in a specific school. I work with the district and I get to see all the schools in Red Deer, all the public schools. And I am overwhelmed by the care and love that teachers have for kids, how hard they're working and how much they want to meet the needs and how they often feel like they they're finding that tough because there's a lot of needs with for kids because of what's happening in society and with communities and it's not an easy job. So, but I, you know, I'm pretty overwhelmed with how much people in the business or the, it's not a bit, you know, I guess it is sort of a business, but in the, in the world of education, how much they love their work. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe all work is like that. Maybe if you went to the, the garage and talked to the mechanics, they would all kind of feel that passionate about what they do too. But,
2: um, I'm I'm encouraged by that yeah yeah kids kids have definitely not are not devolving yeah, like, right. Yeah. it's like Entropy. Are, there's always going to be challenging aspects of growing up like we've all gone through it like growing up is tough and school isn't built for everybody and there's going to be challenges but yeah so I wouldn't say students uh, students I would say students are not getting worse mm-hmm. um teaching i think has gotten has been difficult over the last it's been made more difficult by the pandemic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah. like learning yeah. gaps and and yeah. just the disruption to students education and so i think that's a true statement that like the academic side of things has been tougher but yeah. st- the kids themselves are not
0: cool so what what you're really telling me is that we are in this for the money 100 percent
2: I'm in it for the summer. <laughs> I'm in it so I can brainwash kids.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Let me clip that one part out.
2: was a, a joke. To, you don't have to, I'll just clarify.
0: A joke until you hear his confession in a few moments. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I had like graphic t-shirts and I have one from old Navy that says it's got like a life preserver on it and it says no skinny dipping. And then on the bottom it says alone. And I typically don't wear it because Spencer <laughs> has given me like this evil eye when I've worn it. And I tip like I wear it like if I'm painting or if I'm kind of doing, you know, and I sort of forget anyway, it was just the shirt on top of things today when I went and helped Avery and Kelsey who are putting up uh kind of like the paneling Tyler has here, but, wooden in their uh, kitchen and it just was the right shirt to wear so i was going to go home and change but instead i went straight from there to costco and spencer was with me and he's like dad you're not supposed to wear this shirt outside and i, I usually don't so i was embarrassed and walking like very conscious because he was with me and i know he hates this shirt and so i'd like pick something up in costco like a bag of chips and like hold it to my chest and like bring it to the cart and put it down or like one cucumber and hold it up so people couldn't see it and then when we got to the till, the cashier was like, I really like your shirt. <laughs> so He was mortified at that. And I was sort of embarrassed, but kind of felt a little justified. And so I think my confession is I do like subliminally like the shirt. I bought it. I yeah, thought it was funny. It is funny. I don't know where to wear it. <laughs> and I don't think it's that bad. I just I know my son hates it, so I don't know what to do.
0: There, the it's a the pleasure in embarrassing your kids. Maybe
1: that's what it is. I just I don't like embarrassing him like my other kids. I like embarrassing more, but yeah, yeah,
0: he's easily embarrassed. So
1: shout out to Spencer. That's a good. One. I'm Costco, <laughs> yeah. Costco, and no skinny dipping
0: Hello. Um, m- mine's real quick. I have a series of shaving um, <laughs> oh, related. Yeah. Uh, this one's really quick, and 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 maybe this isn't too bad. But I was shaving the other day um, with with an actual razor. I wasn't cutting with scissors, the scissors oh, okay. this time. Um, but I noticed, and as you guys get older, you're, you're pretty young still, but sometimes you see hairs on your ears mm-hmm. in, in strange locations. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one, I noticed two very long hairs. They must have sprouted up in like a day <laughs> on the top of my ear ridge. Okay. It just, just, and at first you think it's just part of your head of hair, so you kind of yeah. brush it back, but then you realize Ooh, that, that wait sucker's a second. attached, right? My ear moved. So I gave it like a quick attempt to pull it out. It wasn't going to come. So I just grabbed my razor. Right. And just gave the old like ear slash. know what happens Slash. Here. And then there was a lot of blood. They bleed like <laughs> crazy. <laughs> ears? I just sliced the top of my my ear off. Um, I thought I thought so I stuff a little bit of um, you know paper towel on there, just kind of like stop the bleeding, the little spot of it. And I thought it was like, like most things like that, it just stops bleeding after a while. And so right. it fell off. And then later on, Heidi, looked, like, your ears, <laughs> you have blood <laughs> everywhere. everywhere.
1: Your ears falling off. What's um, this little doohickey in the middle? I've done that before. Two yeah. exact same thing. Yes. But this is two little razor marks and
0: the, blood for days. Oh, like you, like like it did what you did, okay. but exactly. No, I don't feel so bad. Um, the, but then the worst part of the story is I did it again. <laughs> but the next time I <laughs> I was more careful. I thought, oh, if I'm just careful, this is a while later. But then I got both ears that day. So you need to invest so in a trimmer. I need to, or or just accept who I'm becoming and let my hair grow wild. <laughs> you know, like let the nose hair go crazy. Yeah. I saw one of those guys the other day do not do it yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a real statement
2: that's a, yeah it is a it is a look like yeah. you just kind of go for it yeah tyler finish finish the show, buddy <laughs> what do you got? Well, I'm speechless after hearing these stories. I'm fearful of growing old um <laughs> well now my my story is kind of a throwback to junior high, like speaking of of schools and stuff like that just brings this to mind. I uh, I went to Red Deer Christian School. The school mm-hmm. has evolved, and now it's Gateway or uh, yeah, Gateway Christian School. I work there. Um, but yeah, in grade nine, I I had met this girl who went to Hunting Hills High School. Ooh, which yeah, and that resp- that was my response too. Like ooh, like kind of like a it's secular cool. school. Yeah. Um, cool kids go there, that kind of thing. And I met her at a badminton tournament. We exchanged MSN Messenger contact information. <laughs> yeah. We arranged the oh, date. Cool. I got dropped off by my dad. It was you. You can relate. I'm getting nervous right now. Yeah, I good. was nervous. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, we went into to see a movie, and so we sit down. It's the the previews, the trailers, and I'm I'm pretty pumped. I'm on this date with a cute girl, um, from Hunting Hills. Like, there's some clout there. Like yeah. my class of 15 at Gateway Christian School. Like, yeah. I've you've made it expanded from outside that world. Um, but this was a world I was not ready to, um, encounter. Oh. Um, so the previews first trailer it's on where we hold hands. Mm-hmm. And I, wow. for me, like this was at that time, that was, that was pretty, like, I was pretty that was, like, happy your goal about that. for
0: the evening. Basically. Yeah.
2: I'm like, I might hold hands with this cute girl. Yeah. It'll be a great time. We'll watch the movie. Um, things are progressing quickly. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then, so we're holding hands. um, just imagine how you would hold hands with someone in that movie. That's the way it was happening, but then right there with you the <laughs> other <Imagine> hand, <laughs> her other hand reaches over across her own body right Re- cross reaches over, and now it's on my thigh. whoa, inside thigh of my leg closest to her, so we're holding hands and she's reached over with did you did hand. you
0: was that quickly after the hand holding was it like pretty a quick it's move? still
2: the movie hasn't started oh, yet. okay wow, so I'm just sweating, just dripping sweat, yeah. And then the movie's about to start. You wearing shorts or pants at this time? <laughs> shorts. <laughs> sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> Probably sweatpants. Grade nine boys. Yeah. Um, mm. Lake, or her hand starts moving up my leg a little bit. Um, I'm not prepared for this <laughs> at all. Her Either face. we. You would never be.
0: Yeah, this show's not ready for this.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> she's, her face is basically on my shoulder, like staring into my, my ear good thing you don't Get have hair, on of it. Your hair. Yeah. um i'm staring as hard as i can straight forward at the movie as it starts
0: this movie looks good what movie, <laughs> was, what movie was
2: it i have no idea okay. like this is See, this that's like, how
0: i know the story is true cuz I, I i feel like i wouldn't know either yeah idea. i was so
2: distracted and so frantic like what am i supposed to do in this situation i don't want it to progress let's just say it's earbud okay keep going <laughs> <laughs> earbud <Yeah. laughs> two um. So my move. So here's how I I tried to navigate this. I didn't. The confession is I didn't do what I should have done and just like been honest and been like, hey, I'm not comfortable with this. I like let's just hold hands or something. That, that even saying that sounds. I, I know why I didn't do that.
1: <laughs> yeah, me too. I want to get beat up.
2: <laughs> but my move was to take my far hand, my opposite hand, reach over, sl- like slap and, her away, <laughs> and I'm hold like- her. Her second hand that was going <laughs> at my thigh. <laughs> so, if, you, so if you're like, listening and you're in your car, take your hands off the steering wheel. Yeah. Like, imagine holding hands up. with your right hand. Yeah. Your left hand is reaching over on your own thigh. And she is completely contorted, reaching over. And, and we just sat in a <laughs> very uncomfortable position, just sweating for like an hour and a half. And then afterwards, I remember I think
1: that was nice. waiting
2: to get picked. Exactly. And that's another confession. <laughs> was like, I said, yeah, let's do this again sometime. <laughs> and I went home and deleted her off MSN oh! Messenger and I was so rattled. It was. So that was. Oh, man.
1: Yeah. I'm sweating. That's <laughs> an Just a confession. really awkward yeah.
2: date experience. Um,
0: That's great, Tyler. That, there's there's so much truth in that. And-
1: Krista, if you're listening, it's cool that you guys still ended up together.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, we should have her on. To, to tell her yeah, some of the story. That's still so how we watch games. movies, just to
2: like throw it back. <laughs>
0: Arms in a pretzel like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the first yeah. time I ever held a girl's hand, it was wa- it was watching Phantom of the Opera like at okay. a theater. Like the Wow, classy.
2: One hand only. Yeah. That's the way it needs to be. At that. needs to be. <laughs> at that.
0: Um Ty, that's amazing. Thank you so much for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that story. Uh Chris, everyone knows, real quick.
1: Yeah, you already know, <laughs> and and we appreciate the emails you've sent. If you forgot how to get a hold of us, it's harmoniousgentleman at gmail.com or check out our
0: website, harmoniousgentleman.com. Yeah. So many of your messages have literally improved the show in like tangible <laughs> ways, like for real. Yeah. Including the ones today. So thank you for that.
2: Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're active on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, a little bit. We'd really appreciate it if you liked our stuff, yeah. passed it on.
0: Yeah. At the very That's... least, shoot us a review on uh, Apple. Uh, Apple. Apple.
1: yeah 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 and check yeah. out our sponsors because they uh do great things for us and they're worth checking out
2: yeah,
1: yeah. we should we didn't we should post a picture of tyler because he's wearing swag from all our sponsors right now it's pretty awesome it looks really good yeah Yeah.
0: Um also if you're listening swag. to this in the morning of the day it comes out go to blind man today for their anniversary party they're having all day
2: oh
1: yeah yeah go check it out yeah. maybe you'll see us there
0: you'll yeah. see me there yeah i think i'll be there or i am there If you listen to this after the 10th, forget it. Have a good day. (laughs) See ya. Next time. Bye bye. Harmonious (laughs) gentlemen.